The book of Philemon is both the smallest book in the New Testament, but in the Bible as a whole. But why is it so important? Why is it so impactful? Today on the Midweek Move, we're going to be talking about this little chapter known as Philemon. Hello and welcome to the Midweek Move, podcast extension of The Healing Place. It's the podcast for examining scriptures line by line, verse by verse, and ask ourselves, what is happening here? And ladies and gentlemen, today we are beginning a new journey through the book of Philemon. Now, some of you guys, you're flipping over or you're just very conscious about what's in your Bible and you're going, wait a minute, Dallas, Philemon is just like 20 some odd verses. It's less than a page in my own Bible Why are we taking time to study this? Now, the next logical question is, okay, is this going to be like a quick one-off episode? No. In fact, we have multiple episodes planned to discuss the depth that takes place within this chapter. And what's really special about this is last month here on our church campus, our lead pastor, Scott Etheridge, did an entire series called How We Act, solely going through this one book, this one chapter of Philemon. We believe there's a lot of depth and a lot of things that can take place in this chapter that will help you to grow, help you take your next step with God. So we're going to spend some time talking about it. Now, as with every conversation with the Midweek Move, we have to ask ourselves, what is the context of the scriptures? You guys know how we do things here. We ask ourselves, who's writing, who was it written to, and why was it written? And out of those things, out of that core base is the only way we can accurately understand how it truly applies to our lives today. So let's jump into who wrote the book of Philemon. Well, the author that's titled himself in this and history tells us that this was Paul. Now, over the last several books, we've had an opportunity to have conversations about maybe there's some conflict as to who wrote that. And from all of my reading, from all my study, it's basically Paul. Paul wrote this done simple. The question does become when he wrote it. Now, generally, we look at it as being roughly 60, 61 AD while he was imprisoned in Rome. And the question becomes, did he write it before the book of Colossians was written or did he write it after the book of Colossians was written? What's taking place in this time frame? Now, generally speaking, from what I'm studying, that it's not a big theological issue. It's maybe a timeline that a question that people have. But from what I'm leaning, most people see this as he wrote this and the book of Colossians at the same time and were delivered at the same time also. There are some people that because of some vocabulary within Colossians suggest that perhaps that this was written after the book of Colossians was written because of the way that Paul possibly addresses a particular individual that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks. However, just from my my personal study, my personal reading of it, I don't see enough evidence to support that idea. It is really, in my opinion, well-founded that this and the book of Colossians were written together and were delivered at the same time. So the question is, who was this written to? They're written at the same time. They're possibly going in the same direction. They have the same courier. Who could this possibly be for? Well, this was written for Philemon. But who was Philemon? Who was this individual that was so great, that was so honored, that he got his own personal letter from the Apostle Paul. Well, from when you read this chapter, when you read the book of Philemon, you discover that Philemon appears to be a rather wealthy slave owner who has a personal relationship with Paul. He was in the Colossae church, 
and he encountered Jesus in a real way, impulsed to disciple him and helped him to grow, and not just to become a casual member of the body of Christ, not to become a casual person in the church, but a leader in the church. We get the understanding that the church as a whole, Colossia, meets in Philemon's home in his property. So why is Paul writing to him? What is so important that Paul needs to give him a direct letter? That's where things get really fascinating. As we read, we discovered that at one point in time, he had a slave of his own named Onesimus, who either broke something valuable or stole something valuable. I'm not really sure which. And instead of taking the punishment on the end, on the front end, he ran away. He was scared, suggesting that you know this was a major thing that took place that would, according to Roman law, could have easily led to him being severely beaten or, at worst, killed. And he ran away. He took off. And somehow, he ended up in Rome. Now, this is where things become an interesting question. Did this take place prior to Philemon's conversion to Jesus or after Philemon's conversion to Jesus? At what point in time in his walk with Christ did this take place? There have been some commentators who suggested that this is quite possibly, if not prior to his salvation, this took place early in his walk with Christ, that this took place. However it happened, though, there does seem to be understanding that Paul himself did not know this slave Onesimus when the initial act took place. But again, that's where things get really fascinating in this chapter. Somehow, Onesimus makes it to Rome, not just to Rome, but he gets in contact with Paul himself. And while interacting with Paul, is led to know Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. He becomes a believer. He becomes a follower of Jesus Christ. And Paul, through his discipleship with him, has written this letter to Philemon for a very specific reason. It's to take Philemon back into his house and accept him as your brother, your brother in Christ. Now, there's a lot of implications here. There's a lot of things that can take place in this whole conversation about accepting him. And the fact that there was a wrong that was done, does it just get wiped away? What, how do we handle this? Because there is a debt that needs to be paid. And over the next several weeks, we're going to be diving into that conversation with several amazing individuals as we ask ourselves, what does this passage actually mean to us in context? but also mean to us today. As I said, though, this is on the back end of our lead pastor doing an entire series on this one chapter. So what's going to happen is each week, as we have a conversation here on the Midweek Move, there will be a link in the description, both on YouTube and also in the podcast feed, for you guys to check out the YouTube video of Pastor Scott bringing this message out and talking about what took place in this passage in a more of a sermon application aspect. As you take this journey through Philemon with us, we need to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear how God's challenged you, how maybe he's adjusted your view, or not just on how you see Philemon, but maybe how you see the world around you, how you see your fellow believer, how you see people who maybe have done you wrong. To do that, simply email us mediahub at thbstreetport.com, or you can email us through our social media platform, Facebook. Just look for a midweek move. We don't want to just hear how you're challenged, but we want to hear testimonies. We want to also hear how we can pray with you, how we can encourage you, how we can help you take your next step with God. So whatever is going on in your life, let us know. Reach out to us. Let this be a conversation that takes place. All that being said, until next week when we begin with Philemon chapter 1, verse 1, have a great week. <laughs>